This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, November 16th, 2020. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now on Amazon Music. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Christine Thompson is the founder of TrendyCurvy.com, a body-positive fashion and lifestyle blog. Christine started Trendy Curvy in 2013 as a creative outlet. It has since grown into a destination for fashion lovers around the world looking for style and inspirational content. Christine's fashion has been featured in online and print publications, including Vogue Italia, Glamour Magazine, People Style Watch, and Essence Magazine. In October of 2019, Christine extended her blog platform to include the launch of her own plus-size clothing line, Ken by Christine, and we're going to learn more about it today. Let's welcome Christine to the show. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you today because I remember meeting you when I was living in Los Angeles and you told me you were thinking about starting a blog and look how far you've come. So I'm so excited (laughs) to talk about this. So first, let's go back before you even started the blog. Were you confident growing up? Because you're statuous and curvy, or was that something that you had to grow into as an adult? I think anybody has to grow into their body and who they want to portray themselves to the world as. So although I had a very supportive upbringing, you know, my parents never really um, pointed out my weight ever. Um, and if it, if they did, it was in a very positive way. And so I never really looked at myself, although I realized that I was bigger than others, I never really looked at it in a negative way. But still, we have society and we have uh, negative factors outside of your immediate surroundings that, you know, uh, can negatively um, impact your self-esteem. So I think that I just had to grow to overcome that. And I realized that the side of being more confident and uh, being someone who presents themselves that way serves me far better than any insecurity ever would. That's right. And so what were you doing professionally prior to becoming a fashion blogger? Yeah, I was actually working in marketing and I always felt like marketing was my niche, but I, I went to school for marketing, graduated and got my degree and um, but I was working for a company that was completely 180 from fashion. It was uh, business to business. It was very um, non-creative. It wasn't the marketing that I loved and wanted to be in, but it was kind of an industry that I fell into and, you know, I needed a job. So <laughs> 
I uh, went for it and just kind of stayed within that industry. But I always had this itch to do more and didn't really know exactly what that would look like. And then I stumbled on the body positive community and blogging, and it just kind of like a light bulb went off. So you actually use your marketing skills and degree for yourself now, right? I do. I do. In in a roundabout way, it's kind of funny how it happened because this is, instead of marketing for someone else and marketing their products and services, I'm just marketing myself in a way. So I do use what I learned, but in in a very different way and one that I didn't expect. So how did you even discover the plus size community and initially got active at the very beginning? Yeah, it was definitely through social media. It was the uh, introduction of Instagram, uh, which to me opened up an entirely new world. You know, with Facebook, it was mostly the people that you knew. With Instagram, I felt like I was discovering people from all across the country, all across the world um, that I, you know, I never met or had any interaction with. And so I started to follow, um, you know, what we, what I like to call the OG plus size bloggers and, um, just was so amazed at how they were displaying their, their fashion and their creativity and just putting themselves out there for the world to see unapologetically. And I just gravitated towards that. And so um, I did, I guess I did jump on it a little bit earlier, but I, I, I felt like I was very hesitant in the beginning to take that step because you know, I was afraid to put myself out there and, 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 you know, doubts and fears come into your mind. But, um, but yeah, it was something that I couldn't deny that I wanted to be a part of. But you did come and hang out. Cause like I said, I had like a, a meetup and you came and you hung out with us. And I think around yeah. that time it was fashion shows. So you did come out and get in the mix. Absolutely. I mean, I was so grateful that I was able to find communities like yours and to be able to network and and just chat with other like-minded women um, in like a very safe space. So that is what really helped me and encouraged me to, to say, okay, this is something that I can do. I can take this step and there's a community there that will be supportive of it. Now, once you decided this is what you want to do and you went for it and you set yourself up and you start posting, how on earth did you grow your Instagram followers so fast? <laughs> I mean, I I really can't put, put it on one thing. Um, and part of me wants to say, I don't know, but... I was very consistent with posting my content and I don't, I think it was at the time I didn't realize that that was what was contributing to my growth. I just wanted, I was just excited. I was excited to post content. I was excited to take pictures. I was excited to show what new things I got because, you know, online shopping was definitely a thing back then, but it wasn't nearly as popular as it is now and so I was excited to share what finds I had gotten from these, like, little gems online and to tell other women, like, this is how it fit me, that I love this about it or I didn't like that about it. 
And so I think that that consistency in the beginning really helped to establish my page as more of a blogger platform. And then I started to um, get shouted out by different different publications and um, different outlets on social media, which led back to my page, which just kind of, it was just kind of a snowball effect of everything happening at one time. And then eventually there was this height of, or spike, I should say, of plus size becoming much more mainstream. And so that's when my platform completely changed because it went from just being a personal blog to more of a business and to brands looking to me to advertise for them. And so it just, I I mean, I just credit it to being at the right place at the right time, being in divine order and, um, yeah, just, just doing something that I love. Now, now that you are established and you've been doing it for a couple of years, do you feel pressure to keep creating new content? And can that be stressful sometimes? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I think that as influencers, bloggers, whatever the term is today, <laughs> um, <laughs> we make it look, we make it look a little bit glamorous and um, easy and there's a lot of behind the scenes to creating content and now that it is more of a business for me um, there's a lot more pressure on content to do well you know we sort of live and die by our numbers we have to continue to grow we have to continue to think of new ideas we have to continue to keep our audiences engaged, which I think is uh, is the most difficult part that people don't realize because these people have been following you for years. So, you know, you have to think about how can I keep this person um, wanting to follow me and excited about my content. And so um, it can be very stressful. <laughs> and then now it's the added pressure of, of delivering for brands. So you're not just creating content for yourself anymore. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful industry to be a part of, but there definitely are some pressure points that come with it. And so you post things and it gets like a lot of likes, like in the thousands. So if you post (laughs) something and it doesn't get that many likes, like, are you disappointed? Does it mess up your day? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I say if I said that <laughs> it never affects me. <laughs> I don't think anybody can say that truthfully. Um, however, I do try to separate myself as a as a person from like my content. Of course, I strive for for it to be engaging because I feel like that's an indicator for me that I'm delivering the content that people want to see and that they enjoy following me. But at the same time, when something doesn't do well, you know, it does cause you to question, you know, you, you know, I thought it was cute. Like, (laughs) oh, was I missing something? So, um, of course, it does um, affect you in that way. But I think you do have to check yourself and realize that at the end of the day, this is just pictures. This has nothing to do with who you are as a person and what you bring to the world. 
So um, you have to have that separation. Now, would you say your style is a little more conservative than many of the bloggers and influencers on Instagram? Because I don't think I've ever seen you post anything half naked. Now, is that on purpose? (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would say that I am a little bit more conservative. I feel like conservative has a, has a negative connotation a little bit. So I'm trying to think of a better word, but that's the best one that, that I can come up with at the time. But in terms of, of how I like to portray myself, no, I I often do not post scantily clad, <laughs> I guess you would say, <laughs> pictures. Um and I, I don't believe that there's anything wrong with that. I think that you should be able to show yourself in the way that you feel best. Um, but for me, I grew up in a certain way to where um, I, I am more comfortable dressing in the way that I do. And I do feel like because my body is shaped the way that it is, I learned very early that it's inherently sexual because I have hips because I have thighs because I have uh, you know breasts and you know all these things and so I've kind of had to learn how to best you know dress my body type and I feel like because I have curves I can still be sexy in in a floor length dress you know right still be sexy in a turtleneck so um, that's the way. Because you got that Coke bottle shape. <laughs> I wouldn't say all that, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I do feel like because I have certain features that are seen as more sexy, I am more cognizant of the way that I dress myself and try to, I guess, lean more towards the conservative side. So you've never posted in lingerie or any or swimwear or have you? I have I've done swimwear. I've done swimwear. I do a swimwear lookbook once a year. Um and I usually um like go on a trip now that's non existent, but I usually go on a trip and, you know, kinda of show my swimwear. So I have no problem doing that, but I don't um show myself in lingerie. Got it. So what has been your biggest accomplishment as a blogger? Um, definitely starting my clothing line. It is it was the um hardest undertaking that I have ever taken on and um it it is just such a labor of love. And so it's a culmination of of the blog and the following that I've accumulated and just not being just not seeing everything that I want to in the industry and wanting to be more a part of it than to be a recipient of it, if that makes sense. So um, I would say that. So when you decided you want to launch your own clothing line, did you um, get an investor? Did you um, save up? How did you go about, you know, the beginning of the process? Yeah, Ken by Christine is 100% funded by Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I saved up my money. Um, I've been fortunate that blogging has turned into such a big business 
and have been able to save um, so that I can invest back into myself. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it was a huge undertaking, not only with the work that was involved, but very much so with the amount of money that it took to start a business. And um, that's nerve wracking. <laughs> right. <laughs> spend that much money, but I would rather invest it on myself than anything else. So it, it was 100% me. So what are some of the obstacles you had getting your clothing line off the ground? And maybe you're still having those obstacles because it's still a fairly new brand. Yeah, we, we've been rocking for uh, a little over a year now. Um, and it is uh, much more difficult than I ever than I ever knew. I knew it was going to be hard, but the fashion industry is, like a whole nother ecosystem. And I think anybody who's familiar with the ins and outs of the fashion industry knows what I'm talking about. Um, They work pretty archaically in that um, if you are a small brand trying to um, start, you know, your own clothing line, they're very hard to find. They don't make themselves readily available. Um, you incur premiums, meaning you have to pay more <laughs> because you have a smaller brand because you're not you're not established and they don't necessarily trust you yet. Um, and so there are a lot of things that go into it that make it really difficult to start out. Once you're established, once you have once you're creating all these units, then then the road is much easier. But starting out, it's extremely difficult to get the attention, to get um, just basic business communication because they have such larger clients that um, you kind of are a very small fish in a large pond. Now, you couldn't leverage that you had so many followers and was well-known? Yeah, I mean, they don't really care about it, <laughs> to be quite honest, because they, they're looking at their bottom lines. And I think um, at the end of the day, um, with, of course, having a following helps you have a built-in audience, so there is um, more chances of you being able to sell more clothing because you already have an audience. But at the same time, um, they still have way bigger clients. You know, it's just the the fact. So um, you, I was able to sort of throw that in there, but it didn't really matter at the end of the day. Right. So for somebody that's listening that's not familiar with your clothing line, tell us what type of clothing you carry and the price point. Sure. Um, Ken by Christine is very much equivalent to my style, which I feel like is modern day, chic, but classic clothing. Um, It's sizes 14 through 26. Um, We're certainly hoping to expand that size range as we continue to grow because there has been more of a demand for expanded sizing. Um, The price points are from the $36 range to about $75. I try to keep it as affordable as possible um, for the everyday woman, but also realizing that I'm creating quality clothing (laughs) and that I'm not cutting corners. 
Um, I, of course, I'm a plus size woman myself. So I know the value of fabrics, of um, double layering so that you feel more supported. And so I am not taking the, um, the cheaper alternative to creating clothing because I really want you to feel good and when you have my clothing on. So you are an established blogger, influencer. You've expanded your line to uh, clothing. So you really have a good brand and business going on. Now, I'm curious that, you know, when you, you're you part of the blogger community, um, did you have like a built-in uh community that was ready to post all your clothing and share it to their followers <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, was it, I mean, is it kind of clickish? I mean, I think any industry has some level of clicks. I think that's inevitable. We are human beings and it just happens. So of course that is there, but I think overall the blogging community is much more positive then it is negative, and so I have been um, just so floored with the support that I've had from fellow influencers and um, them not only posting about my brand, but buying it, you know, actually spending their own money, which they absolutely do not have to do. And I realize as an influencer how valuable our platforms are just from the companies that are willing to pay us to promote them. So the fact that they've bought my clothing and posted it is just just not missed on me. And so I think that um, that's extremely important because we all are in this together. And I think that I won't be the last person that comes out with their own thing, whatever that is. And so I think that is super important for us to support each other. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So what is the ultimate goal with your career and your brand? That is a good question. You know, it's kind of evolved because I, I certainly didn't see this as being a career, to be quite honest. Um when I started, there was no, there was no career in blocking. You were just doing it as a hobby. No, no brands were paying you, you know, you'd be lucky if you even got something for free. Um, I actually remember the exact time where a brand sent me a pre, free pair of jeans and I called my mom, like, you will not believe what just happened. <laughs> so it, it definitely evolved into more of a a career and I do look at it more as a business because um, that's, that's just really what it is. And so I think that I always want to evolve and challenge myself. And so I think starting my own clothing line was definitely a challenge. I I have some other ideas that have been brewing in my mind um, as separate business ventures And I think that just continuing to motivate and inspire and just create dope content and just make women feel good about themselves, feel good about their, how they're being portrayed in the media, how they're being portrayed on social media. 
I think all of that just funnels into what my what my purpose is, and I truly feel like my purpose is to inspire. Now, do you have anything happening that we can be on the lookout for? And I know that's, you know, with COVID, you know, is yeah. <laughs> up in the air. But anything we should know about? I mean, I, I am... I'm still trying to push, uh, you know, my brand to be as big as it possibly can be. Uh, We are only one year in. So any support, even if it's just a follow on social media is, is greatly appreciated. Um, So that is my, that is my labor of love. That is my, uh, my challenge. Um, But yeah, with COVID, you know, anything that, that would have been, coming is no longer (laughs) so um so yeah just just supporting me all around um and following you know my social media pages and my different brands just just that the normal influencer stuff so before you go tell us your official website and social media pages sure um my blog website is trendycurvy.com and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Christine, and that's M S K R I S T I N E, trendy curvy everywhere else. My clothing line is Kin by Christine, and that's K I N by K R I S T I N E dot com. Kin is an acronym um, named after my family, and obviously, Kin means family. The K stands for me, Christine. The I is for my mom, whose name is Iris. And the N is for my sister, whose name is Nicole. So those are the two women that have shaped me as a woman, shaped my style. Um, So I I only thought that it was appropriate to name the clothing line after them. Um, And so you can find on social media everything under Ken by Christine. Nice. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so excited to watch you grow and be successful. Thank you so much. And just keep doing the thing, girl. Thank you. And I I really appreciate you. I, I want to take a second to just say I really appreciate you and the spaces that you've created for us well before, um, it was public knowledge. I I do remember those meetups. I do remember feeling so much better about myself leaving those, those meetups that you created. And I think that it's super important to give you your flowers and to just say thank you for what you're doing for the plus size community. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And look, make sure you post about this so I can get some of your followers on Instagram. (laughs) I will. I will. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest this evening, Christine. Make sure you follow her on TrendyCurvy.com and all of her social media pages and definitely support her new clothing line. I've been your host today, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and always supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. 
You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.